Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Warp Lords podcast. My name is Jared, and this week we're going to be doing another episode of Nine Realms. Uh, this week we're on session three, and I am joined by Devin, Danger, Mike, Dylan, and Graham. Hey, guys. How you doing today? I'm doing well. Doing quite well. I'm doing, uh, doing great, dude. Uh, how about how about we go through? You guys tell me who you guys are going to be playing today. What up? It's your boy Devin, and I play Hannibal. Uh, he's the veteran adventurer, basically like the dad of the group, the glue that keeps it all together. You know, just teaching the the kids how to smoke meats and hit things with a hammer. And he's an elephant. Yeah, you're also an elephant. <laughs> well, I'm I an elephant humanoid. I feel course, weird just course. being like, I'm an elephant. Doesn't sound right, so. I'm the elephant man. <laughs> there was a movie about me. I never watched it. Uh, hey, I'm Danger. I'm your little boy, Mr. Mr. Singing Stuffs, uh, the most valuable member of the party. I can do everything. Uh, I play Cecil Finnegan the uh the shark bard the shark i'm going to i'm, I'm going to prove the that shark. i'm i'm the best uh the the most valuable adventurer to have around the shark <laughs> hi my name is mike and i play kiard moonfang the half owl half wolf mercenary with cool edgy styles and he's totally not near a tomato that re- joke's not going to be included well, it is now. <laughs> so no one's going to know the context. There's no need. There's no need for context. We've done this before. I, no, I don't think we've done it. We've had a recurring near automata joke. Thank you. Near a tomato. I can't say a- automata. You just did. Can't do it. Yeah. Who else we got here? Uh, I'm Dylan. I am playing Professor Hootsworth, the smartest member of the party. And I am the most proficient at smoking meats. You can trust me on that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, and I'm Graham. I'm playing Fen, the the swashbuckling adventurous otter, who is pretty good at a lot of stuff. And we'll we'll see more of that as the weeks go on. Awesome, guys. Uh, yeah, so let's kind of recap what happened from last week. Uh, what do you guys remember? Kind of just go in any order, whoever wants to talk. I did the we best at killing stuff. Smoked some meats. Well, before we smoked meats, we killed a two-headed we, bull that was attacking. We killed that <laughs> bull for sure. And then we we harvested it for its delicious meats. Delicious meats. This is true. You did. Uh, Kiard absolutely got the uh, the guess wrong for the puzzle. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's back up a little bit here because we we got to the. The cave, the the military outpost. I forget its name. What was his name? Uh, uh, that would be Jared. the Black Hill Burrow. Yeah, we got to the Black Hill Burrow and camped for the night. You guys smoked meats while Kiard watched the door and Literally found stood, nothing. Stood by it all night long, <clears throat> listening for things, and then we went in and fought some gargoyles. Or sorry, bargoyles. <laughs> Someone suggested. Uh, what what was the suggestion that uh Cecil my provided? guess was barely yeah but barely. the answer was just the letter b yeah which also made sense it would have taken me a minute but i think i would have gotten there yep. yeah 
Yeah. But getting that wrong awoken some stone bear goyles, which we dispatched easily with the help of our combat-ready companions and Cecil's tactical abilities. In the last session, we realized that a certain skill that Fen has called Tactician is a little bit overpowered for what I'm looking for. So we decided to make a Charisma Pool so he can use that Tactician ability that number of times before for resting or healing or whatever. Technically, there was already a Charisma Pool, but nothing actually used it. So now Tactician does. Yes. Thank you, Dylan. Yeah, so that's that's uh, addressed. So we'll we'll use it that way in the future. Um, to kind of reset the scene of where you guys are, uh, you are in this room with a lot of uh, paintings on the wall depicting these bears and deers and war and all of that. But you guys are mostly looking forward through this door now that the barrier is finally gone. Um, when you opened the door, you just saw a long hallway that's very dark. Um, and even if you have dark vision, you can't see to the end of it. What would you guys like to do? Um, gentlemen, I, I, I suppose we should go down down the hallway no yeah i i can scout ahead i'm uh i'm can can you see i can see in the dark i can see pretty well i also uh am able to see in the dark well what if what if hootsworth tag along in the back with some protection and kiard goes in the front that way we have both sides covered how about I, something happens? I mean, I'm I'm pretty good in the shadows here. How about I uh, scout ahead a little bit and get an idea of what we're working with first? I'll, I mean, I'll if you it. want, that's go for it. Yeah, I'll, I'll go down. I'll, I'll go down uh, a little ways, and I won't go too far. Uh, Jared, yeah, can I see? Yeah, you can. Uh, you you can see here. There's no like magical darkness or anything like that. You can see. Plus, like you know. It, the room that you were in did have some light too, so it's not like it's absolute darkness here. Uh, actually, if you're going to be scouting ahead, I would want you to roll a sense. Well, yeah, I, I wanted to say though, I'm going to be using my uh, moon affinity ability. I, I think we called it shadow meld. Yeah, uh, sure. So you're going to use that to move forward? Yeah, because it's super dark, right? I can I can be all meldy in the shadows. I can be one with the shadows. So you can describe what that looks like if you want. Uh, I mean, it doesn't, is it a magical ability? I'm not really, we haven't used this yet, so I'm not exactly sure exactly how it works. It, does it have mm. magical aspects where I actually do physically meld with the shadows, or is it like kind of a proficiency thing? So in Nine Realms, every one of these races have different affinities, which is basically their ability to manipulate certain elements. As a wolf-owl thing, you have a moon affinity, and you're using one that allows you to essentially to some degree, become shadow and move really quickly to a different area. It's kind of like shadow step. Is if, it, if you're is it magical or is it not? Kind of. It's not, okay. it's not magical as in like it runs off of your magic stat, but it, it, it's a weird supernatural kind of effect. Yeah. Okay. If it's, yeah. So if it's supernatural, what this would look like is as Kiard passes into like more shadowy areas of the tunnel ahead, it, 
he kind of just blends in where people that are watching him, it feels like their eyes are like out of focus almost and he's just gone. Uh, and then yeah. Kiard will uh, quickly, but as quietly as possible, quiet being the, the operative uh, term here, uh, scout ahead as far sure. as he feels comfortable. Uh, you said you wanted me to roll sense. Yeah. Uh, one thing I will say is like, this doesn't allow you to like, become a shadow for an indeterminate amount of time it's essentially like quick bursts of speed where you're moving from one place to another but yeah, yeah roll roll a sense check he's kind of he's kind of just hopping from from like you know yeah shadow to shadow shadow to shadow shadow to shadow indeed the edge lord needs darkness abilities as i stalk <laughs> my prey <laughs> i rolled a six out of a six out of five okay um so you move through this uh and yeah, uh, it would be helpful for your party if they had lamps, but unfortunately, this this hallway doesn't have torch. torches. Uh, you totally could. We don't that need is torches. You could... <laughs> I should have flared down the hallway. <laughs> you don't. I'm, I specifically said I was being stealthy. Are you still going to shoot a flare down the hallway? What? <laughs> I mean, you should definitely still do it. I was no, growing impatient with my torch comment. I've been gone all. for five seconds. Yeah, like PR yeah. did not say thank you for the gem, though. <laughs> that is okay. four seconds too long. Oh my god! Kind of describe what it looks like when you use this thing. Uh, like a bright light that arcs through the air with a red tint. Does does it like extend from your hand, or how do you do this? Um, no. Shoots out of my trunk. Oh, I love that. So you shoot a flare out of your trunk, and it moves, <laughs> you know, how how far are you trying to shoot this thing? Like 60 feet? Just down the hallway. Down the hallway. Okay, so you shoot it, and then it, it explodes. Uh, well, it doesn't it, explode. It well, ex- explodes it with light, let's say. Burns consistently. Uh, it, it's, it's not consistent like that. It just like it's like a firework kind of so it, there's a burst of light and for a moment you guys can all see everything illuminated as well uh, i think it kiard how far did would you say that you not moved? very far he did it like immediately i mean i'm moving quickly <laughs> but like i know but you can move pretty quickly with that you might be out of eyesight i mean that's more um, for you to decide than me i don't know how far i moved hey jared sure yes um as soon as i see hannibal like reach his trunk up to shoot his flare i walk and go get a torch because i just don't i i i just don't want to see what happens when kiard gets hit with a flare in the hallway absolutely so yeah uh if you walk back a little bit you can find through the staircase there were several torches that are pretty easily removed yeah, so absolutely yeah. so that's what that's what you do there um <laughs> i i kind of all right odds are evens because i think it would be kind of funny and funny is you nope, we're gonna do the coin. I mean odds or evens is the coin. Yeah. It is essentially, right? <laughs> we'll let the coin decide. Well, Mike, do you shit. want heads or tails? I uh, flip it and then I'll decide. <laughs> what? Uh, okay. I'll I'll decide then. It I can't see it. No, I'm gonna decide. Flip it first though. Okay. That sounded yeah. like a heads. I take heads. And it is heads. So <laughs> what do you want to happen? What do I want to happen? The what thing that that's mean? better for you doesn't happen. So the flare doesn't go off, like, right in your face. Uh, instead, you're a little bit further ahead, though you do see behind you, you know, this illumination briefly for about, like, a second or so. so 
Here's my important question here. You keep talking yes. about the light, but you're not talking about the sound. How loud is this? Uh, I, I would say that it doesn't make a sound. Devin, do you want it to make a sound? It's a firework. There's no sound for. It's not like literally a firework. I was describing. I was describing what it looks like. It's the only sound it makes is like a normal like flare sound, like a like a burning sound. Okay, so it makes like a sizzle noise. Yes. And then it goes out. Correct. What do I yeah. see when it goes off? Uh, well, Anything you can already new? see, so it doesn't really affect you all that much. You just see behind you. What do you I see weird... when it goes off? What do you see? Uh, roll a sense. Fail. Okay, so what you see ahead of you is Kiard kind of like half melded into shadow, but you can see his general outline in the distance. Uh, it seems to be a fairly mundane hallway. There's not really all that much to it. Um, yeah, there, there's nothing that you can see with that. If you had all more right. sense, you'd also be able to see him looking angrily at you as you fired a flare. <laughs> uh, Kiard's going to continue eh. moving forward and scouting because it wasn't that loud. Are you loud, continuing so to use your, your shadow step ability? I mean, once there's, once there's shadow, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it goes away. It's back to shadow after like a second. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you go forward. Um, after a short while, because you're moving pretty quickly, uh, you do come across a fairly large room. Uh, there's an oversized table in it. Uh, roll me a sense. That's 12 out of five. Sure. So basically what you can see here, uh, with your, with your night vision here, uh, it's a circular room. Um, there's a really big kind of oversized table in the center of it that's been broken. Um, but from what you can tell, you don't see anyone here. No one at all? No. That's basically what you can tell. You're like standing on the edge of the room. A large room with a broken table in it, and that's it. Are there any other doors from... or any other ways to go? Um, yeah, so you stand there for a bit longer, um, and you notice that there are three doors. There's one straight ahead of you, one to the right, and one to the left. All right, he returns back to the party. And when he sure. gets back... Roll me a sense. Wait, are you shadow stepping again? Yeah, yeah. Just assume that if I'm, it was, I was doing sure. it on the way there, I'd do it. So on the basically, way back. you kind of go. It doesn't. You know, it doesn't require any extra exertion, really, right? I mean, it's just, it's just something he does. There will be a limit to how it it functions, but you know, it does he know? I think I mean, what he's I had this you, ability for a while. Like, does he know that like if he uses it too much, that it'll it'll stop working? What I told you when you set it up is that if you abuse it, it will stop working at an inconvenient time. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, if he yeah. knows that there's limitations to his power, then there he would just a, yeah. Then he would just quietly slink back. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So, um, in doing so, I want you to roll me another sense. That's a seven out of five. Okay. Uh, so while you're walking back, um, you're kind of just kind of thinking about that room, and without knowing. You accidentally step on a, a rock that kind of gives way a little bit. Uh, roll me a dodge. Actually, fuck that. Roll me just an agility roll. <laughs> oh, cool. So, <laughs> just have less chance of this. Yeah. Oh, that's blackjack. Six out of six. Okay. So, hey, while you're walking, you step on this thing, and it you immediately screams like, oh, that's not good. So, you, you dodge <laughs> to the side and manage to get out of the way as an axe swings down and narrowly misses your head, and you don't get hurt. And now it's just kind of sway. Is it how big of an axe is this? Yeah, now it's just kind of, it, the trap has been triggered. It's just sitting there. It's an axe. How big of an axe? 
Um, I would say it's like it's something that could be used by like a medium-sized creature. He continues back, but more wary of traps. Sure. Uh, roll of sense. That's an eleven out of five. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're very, very wary this time around. Except not. <laughs> you're kind of moving a bit slower. You don't notice anything, though. You're not. <laughs> you're a bit nervous. That axe kind of threw you off a bit, but you still don't notice anything and manage to get back to the group. Um. All right. So I, I made it down there, and uh, the room at the end of the there's a there's a large room with three doors at the end of this hallway. There's also some traps and uh, an axe if someone wants it. It it tried to hit me, but it didn't really work out. Yep. Um. That was, uh, that was the the sound of hitting the wall a moment ago. I assume, <laughs> right? Yeah, not me. The wall. Did you find any more traps in the hallway? I didn't see any, but I think we should be pretty careful. What if I just sing? And maybe the sonic waves will trigger some traps before we go into the hallway. That's not a half bad idea. It's a whole bad idea. I, I didn't see anything, <laughs> Cecil, but I'd still... Well, why not just be safe? Loud noises might echo through these chambers. Well, because we don't want to give away our position with all this singing. I'll just check for traps hey, on the way down. We already made a ton of noise. When we fought these stupid bear goyles. The door was closed then, and that doesn't mean we have to make more noise. That's bullshit. I'm sure if there was something down this at, hey. at the end of this hey. hallway hey. that they Guys. would have heard us. Shh, quiet okay. down. Okay, you can go first and sing all you want then. <laughs> so, Jared, I would like to uh, yeah. use Explosivo on the, on the hallway. Oh, He's going to shoot idea. it down the hall. Dude, shoot I got it down be- the hallway. Let me, let me read really quickly. Give me one second. Hey, sometimes lessons have to be learned the hard way. I mean, Hannibal's right for once, guys. We we shouldn't be making these loud noises. Well, they're old enough to make their own decisions. Cecil uh, makes a loud noise as he uses his, his explosivo power to, sh- you know, shoot down sonic energy through the hallway. And it kind of just makes this, like massive echoing noise to the point where you can almost feel like the floor vibrating. Um, but you don't hear any other noise after that, except for one. You do hear one noise. You hear one noise and it's the sound of something falling. Well, good enough for me. How, how folly is it large? Is it small? What does it, what does it sound like? Yeah. Well, it kind of just falls with like a thud and like a tiny bit of pingingness to it. Like something metallic. Does it sound like the axe fell? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so I'm going to try something. What you got, dude? I'm going to step right into the hallway, like near the entrance of it, put mm-hmm. my hand on the floor, and use psychometry to try to get a vision of the hallway itself to see if there are any more traps. And that is a pass on the sense check. So. As Hootsworth does that, Kiard looks at him and says, Hootsworth, what do your owl eyes see? What do my owl eyes see, Jared? <laughs> uh, I'll kind of describe how I think that this ability <laughs> would work. That. So for a moment, you kind of like leave your body as you kind of move through like Google Street View. 
but through this hallway <laughs> and you kind of just see everything. It's just kind of like a long hallway and on the ground you do see this this axe that was referenced earlier. Uh but yeah, there's like there's really not anything here. There there was the one trap that you do notice, but you don't see any others. I don't see any other traps. All right, I guess it's time to move forward then. All right, let's let's go down the hallway. I fly down the hallway. I'm not touching the ground. Fair enough. Um, so not you guys a bad move, plan. You guys move through the uh, hallway. Uh, there is that axe there. If anyone wants to grab it for whatever reason, it's kind of just like a. It almost looks more like a kind of woodcutting axe in a sense. It's like a split kind, like a hatchet. It's like the kind that you would have for splitting wood, where it's kind of curved. Does anyone want this? I'll I'll take it if you're not going to take it. No, I don't want that tiny axe for babies. It's all yours. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's not up my alley. No, thank you. Um, so you guys make your way through the hallway, and you eventually make it to this large, round room. Um, there are, once again, torches that you can light if you would like to. And when you guys are ready, just roll sense checks, and I can tell you what you see. You obviously all see what Mike was described earlier with, like, the big table, but to see more, just roll sense checks. Yard passed this time with a four two out of five. Three. Eight out of two. Okay, so Hannibal passed, and Kiard, did you blackjack or did you pass? Four out of five, I passed. Okay. I also passed. Lovely. So, the main thing of interest in this room, as you kind of are moving around now that it's lit, is this oversized table. It's been broken in half, but there's a... There's a map of the Nine Realms that's painted on top of it. The one thing that kind of stands out to you guys as a bit odd is it doesn't look right. Uh, In the center of the continent, there's no sacred tree, and it's just kind of a big, empty space. And what is the sacred tree, Jared? The the sacred tree is where we're from. It's Brain Branch? What Dylan said earlier is true, though. Hootsworth, do you see what I'm seeing? Yes, I would say this map is either older than the Great Tree itself, or these bears are very, very stupid. (laughs) I love that. Roll a sense. Uh, I think it's probably the latter. That is a fail. I'm just going to assume very, very stupid. Uh, Kiard, roll me a sense. Or really anyone that wants to investigate this map a bit further. Said sense? Yeah. Pass. Uh, Is this blackjack? Ah, no. I mean, I got, another, I got another four out of five. I'll kind of start with Kiard. So when you're looking at this map, you you know, your instinct is the same. Like, maybe these bears just don't know, you know, the world, or they didn't back when this was made. Uh, but you go over to look at the White Wind Peaks, where you also have lived, to kind of determine its legitimacy, and you notice something really weird about it. There's, next to the, like, the kind of outline of, of a wolf is an owl, as well as the writing White Wind Peaks. Huh. There's an owl, wait, like like the drawing of an owl? Yes. Are there? Is there a drawing of a wolf? Next to each other. Next to each other? Yes. Which strikes you as remarkably odd, because as you are well aware, owls and wolves have never gotten along. Except for that one time, and it was special. <laughs> uh But yeah, that's, that's basically kind of the, the difference of what you see here. Uh, if you look kind of a bit closer after noticing that you also notice that the outline of a mole is in stone hall just kind of weird because the underbrush is also not there but yeah it's kind of kind of weird this map sucks 
<laughs> maybe this map is shit, or maybe it's just a description of what the world looked like a really, really, really long time ago. Hey, Hootsworth, do you do you see this too? Do you do you know anything about owls living in the White Wind Peaks? Uh, let me do an in, in check on that. Hey, past. Do I? No, absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> you much the opposite. This seems really weird to you. All owls are taught, you know, that they've lived in Brain Branch forever. The sacred tree is their home. You know, kind of like a bunch of nationalist type stuff about how great owls are. This map is stupid and wrong. Owls have always lived in Brain Branch. I, I look at the Dreadwood Isles, Jared. What do I see? Uh, it looks similar to the the way that you know it, though there are fewer islands. Um, I would have to look up their names to tell you which ones are there, but the smaller ones that are farther from the main uh, the main island that you're from aren't there. Can I ask my rock about this map? Dude, you can ask your rock whatever you want. Okay. It, it can only answer, answer you in the way that like a magic eight ball would, though. So you have to ask questions. Okay. I'm going to ask if this map is relevant <laughs> wait wait ask the rock as hannibal no i'm whispering you can't hear me <laughs> you still have to do it though <laughs> do i hear him jared uh you hear a hushed whisper do i see him talking to a rock is the question yeah you see that and you see him talking to a rock oh there there he goes talking to rocks again yes that makes him smarter than you I, I, Speaking of being least... smarter than you, I pull out my magic acorn. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the first thing that you asked, Devin, is, is this relevant? Is that what you said? Uh, yeah, that's what I said, but I feel like I should come up with something better. I would suggest it. That's a very open-ended yeah. question. <laughs> Can I? Fuck. Uh, okay, I'm going to ask it if the map means anything. Equally as open-ended. Well, well, yeah, <laughs> I, I can't something, really... it's a map. <laughs> so, uh, well, it could the, mean nothing. Um, signs point to yes. Okay. Uh, next question. Ah, I can only ask it like yes or no type questions. Uh, yeah. Is this map really, really old? Absolutely. Mm, guys, this map is super old. That's why it's so incorrect. You don't say. <laughs> oh, did, did your rock tell you that, Hannibal? Yes. All right then. Uh, hey, hey guys, do you want to instead of talking to rocks? Do you want to do you want to do what we're here to do? Yeah, I'm going to phone up the sacred tree and see what he thinks. Yeah. So, uh, the what do you say to the tree? Oh, why sacred tree? I found a map in stupid bear territory that shows a blank spot where you are and owls living with wolves in some dumb mountain. What do you make of it? Hmm. Well, it must have been from years past, before I was there. How old is this map? I can't say for certain, but I found it in a hole in the ground. Well, what I can tell you is that the center of this continent used to be a battleground, and it wasn't until I came to be that the nations knew peace. So what you're saying is that you are the greatest being on the continent, and we have you to thank for us not being at war. Uh, it doesn't respond, but the acorn in your hand turns slightly reddish, like it's blushing. <laughs> <laughs> you just flattered a tree. <laughs> you flattered a tree. <laughs> well, 
Thank you for your compliment. But I did not do it alone. Thank you, wise tree. You're welcome. I put the acorn back in my pocket and turned to the group. The sacred tree says that the map must be from before the sacred tree sprouted in the center of the continent. He says that in ancient times, that area was a battleground. Huh. Seems like kind of a big deal. That does that does make sense. There are many aisles that um, have formed off of Isle Dreadwood that aren't on this map. Um, it makes sense that this must be uh, super, super old. Uh, I would like to roll uh, Detect Magic. <laughs> it's a one out of two. I actually passed a detect magic on the on the table, correct? Yeah. Uh, this is not a magical table or ah, map, shit. rather. No. Should we bring this back with us and show someone this? I don't want to carry a table. I mean, we can do it when we're leaving, but shouldn't we carry? Shouldn't we bring this table back with us? I mean, I I think we just take the relevant information and write it down, right? I mean. I don't think there's any reason to take the whole table. It'll be here when we come back. I suppose. Um, here, maybe I can recreate the map. Can I roll a style check to try and draw the map, like, recreate it in my notes? Yeah, absolutely. I have eidetic memory, so I don't care about it. I'll just remember it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, so roll a style, and I'll tell you tell you about this map that you're drawing. Okay. Fucking eight out of five. Oh, that's a bad map. You're kind of pressed for time here, but you get the gist of it. Um, the one thing that kind of occurs to you as you're drawing this, uh, you could just report this find to the Adventurers Guild and they could get it because they value knowledge and stuff. So maybe just relay that later. Okay, fine. Yeah, facts. Would it though? Hopefully. Not if I smash it. While he's drawing, <laughs> uh... Yep. Kiard's going to walk over to each of the three doors and kind of just, like, peer down them, sniff a little bit, a little bit of a wolf smelling to see if he yeah, can smell uh, any of his or any of the people they're looking for, like some scents. Yeah. Uh, so which one do you start with? I would do the one to the left of us, like if we were coming out of the out of the door we came mm-hmm. from, and then to the table, you would go to the one that's to the left of that. Sure. Uh, so you go through, um, the door's not latched shut or anything, uh, so you, you push it open, and it's kind of, like, musty in here. Uh, it doesn't to be, smell To great. be clear, I thought it was open already, like, I thought these were just, like, open things. If there's actually a door there, he'd be very careful about opening doors. After he <laughs> almost got, after he almost got <laughs> slashed by an axe. Uh, oh, of course. Okay. Um, so you, you carefully open this door, it doesn't trigger any, anything, you... As you go through, you look to see if there's, like, any, you know, ropes or anything that you're pulling on or anything like that, but nothing that you find. Uh, as you open the door, you find kind of just a musty room. Um, along the walls, you see these rusty wall-mounted handcuffs, and uh, it kind of just looks like an old jail. But aside from that, you don't really see all that much in here. There's rock walls. Nothing living, nothing valuable. Nothing living, nothing valuable. Okay, the next one. You don't really see all that much in there. Uh, it looks like an old jail. Uh, you know that this is an old military base. You think, oh, prisoners of war. Maybe that's where they kept them. But there's nothing else of interest there. 
so again, to be clear, he's going to go to the next door and he's going to use his sniffer to try to smell for things and not open doors. Sure. <laughs> of course. So which one are you going to next? The one straight ahead. The one, the one that okay. would be in the next succession, counter, uh, not counterclockwise, the next succession clockwise. Okay. Uh, so you're basically going to the center door now? Yeah, the one that would be straight ahead. Um, so yeah, you're going to move over there. Uh, it once again is a door. Uh, roll me a sense. Two out of five. Cool. So you kind of check this thoroughly for traps. Like they almost got me once and they're not going to get me again. Yes. Um, but you don't, <laughs> yeah, you don't see anything. Uh, so essentially you open the door. There's a bit of a draft as you open it, kind of just, you know, air escaping or going in, um, the room that you're in. And, uh, yeah, it, uh, I don't Again, really I'm, know I'm what using to my describe the dog s- sniffer the smell. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's like a lot of this. It's just kind of like dusty and old, you know, like you, you smell like old rotting cloth and the, the scent of kerosene and nothing, nothing really else that you, that you can tell at this point. And the door is not open all the way. You opened it. Oh, okay. What do I and see you, then? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. And what you see, I'm sorry, I was focused on that. Is the staircase going down? Oh, okay. And then I'd go yeah. to the next. Do I? I don't smell any like people that came down here in the last maybe week or two weeks or so. Uh, I mean, this entire time you've set, you've smelled like the faint scent of of people. But, but it doesn't it doesn't get stronger there, or does it not? It kind of has been consistent the entire time that you've been going through. Okay, and then the last the last opening, I would go to there. Sure. <clears throat> uh, so this one, I assume you kind of do the same thing. You're super duper careful with the door, and once again, it doesn't have any traps set on it. Um, and yeah, as you look through here, this room's a bit larger. Uh, there's a bunch of kind of uh, decaying bunks with a bunch of chests at the foot of them. Some of them are broken, some of them are not. It looks like some kind of barracks or something of that sort. All right, I'd go back to the table. Cool, cool. There were chests in there, for the record. Yeah, yeah, he just wanted to report back before he started Fair messing enough. around with stuff. Uh, hey, guys, it seems like there's really not much to do aside from go down the staircase uh, straight ahead of us. But there's also a, uh, there's some chests to the right here. Ooh. Yeah, they. I, I don't think they'll really have much in them. It looks like some sort of barracks, but it, it's worth checking out. I just wanted to come back here and you know all go check it out together. Of course, let's uh, let's go. Sure. So, like I mentioned before, uh, you're going to the barracks, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the chests were. Uh, so you move your way into that room, uh, and like before, you use those torches to kind of light up the general area. And yeah, it it doesn't smell great. There's like decaying wooden beds and uh these chests. Uh of of the ones that you do see, uh you see three that are intact. Basically a close one, a slightly further one, and then the farthest one. Uh would you get what do you guys want to do? Fen's gonna go check out the farthest away one. I will check out the closest one. And Kiard will go to the middle one then. We'll check him out. I'm again very wary of traps, and Kiard says, "Again, I, I would, I would be careful opening these. Uh, it seems like this is a military base. Who who knows what they did on their way out?" When I go up, I hit the, I hit my chest with my, uh, with my oar. Yep. Can I roll to uh, break the chest, Jared, or hit it? 
Yeah, you absolutely can. You're not even gonna try opening it first. <laughs> I mean, everyone has their All own. Right. Like, like right? I, I, I kind of just want to go and tap it. Like, I don't want to full on break it, but you know, I want to, I want to see if anything happens. Oh, well, that's different. Testing it from afar. You're tapping it. Well, if you're just tapping it, you don't have to roll anything. You just tap okay, it and see fine. if anything happens, right? F- that's fine. Uh, you tap this thing and it makes a bam noise, um, but th- there's nothing that seems to happen. I open it. Uh, inside of that, you see some kind of old clothing. It looks just completely fucked. Uh, there's nothing of value as you as you kind of shuffle through this area. Ugh, disgusting. Ugh. I slam the uh, the chest shut. Uh, nothing, nothing there, Cecil. Nope. Musty clothes. Uh, so you're checking for traps. Roll me a sense. Seven out of five. Sure. So you, there are no traps that you can detect. And I open it. Bam! There's a trap. <laughs> uh, uh, roll, roll agility as a a burst of fire comes up in your face. Uh, that's a twelve out of six. Uh, so <laughs> yes, a small b- burst of fire explodes in your face, uh, dealing one physical wound. Ah, <laughs> what a dumbass! God damn it! <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. You it happened to be the chest oh. that you chose. <laughs> ah. Cecil, uh, it burns. Traps are funny. Uh, uh, I'm here to make it all better. Don't worry. So I think he would heal you with that that beautiful song. You do manage to find ten schmeckles in there, uh, sitting at the very bottom, with like a, a tiny note that just says. Ha ha. <laughs> but what wow. does the note smell like? What does the it's it smells like a probably smells like fire now. Kiara <laughs> grabs the, the schmeckles and tells no one about the note as he closes the chest and storms out of the room. Uh yeah, Graham, uh do you want to open the last one or do you kind of just want to leave I, it after I, I sure do, but I have a I have a fun way to open it planned. Oh, okay. Hit me up. <laughs> what do you got? So first I'm gonna Tap it like Cecil, just to see if it's like a mimic or something horrible. Tap, tap. You you wait to see what happens. Nothing. All right. So I'm going to get a, a relatively large string of yarn out and attach the yarn to the lock and use my knitting needles to pry it open from a distance. All right. All right. All right. So is it even locked? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to open it right next to it, though. I, I think the way that I understand what you're saying is that you're, like, tying it to to the handle of sorts or, or whatever latch there is, and you're just pulling it from far enough away exactly. that it won't hit you. Exactly. Yeah. So you, you kind of – there's a good place from behind. the, the These uh, chests are all at the foot of the beds, uh, so mm-hmm. you kind of just get up from behind it and open it up just in case so you don't get blasted like Kiard. Uh, and this one yeah. doesn't explode. Uh, um, sweet. I cautiously approached in that case, just in case something else there. Nailed it. Uh, when you look inside, you see a book that's kind of a bit yeah, just weathered. It's fucked at this point. You can't read anything on it. Um, you see uh, a knife and then a few kind of small containers of powder. Hmm. Um, what kind of knife? Just like a regular, like a butter knife, dinner knife, stabby, kill person knife? It's a chef's knife. 
Oh, um, I'll, is Hootsworth in the room with us? Yes, I'm just not helping. Okay, it's too big for Hootsworth, from what you could tell. It's 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 size too large. Eh, whatever. That'll be for him to decide. Hey, Hootsworth, there's a a food knife thing over here. Check this out. And then I grab the um the the jars that you mentioned, and then. You said the book's complete, like, there's no point in bothering with the book at all, right? I mean, you could pull it up just to see what happens, but it, I'm telling you, it's essentially going to fall apart in your hands. Like, this thing okay. is fucking old as shit, despite having been in this kind of container, still is aged to shit. I'll grab the, the jars, then, and inspect those closer. I'll go over and, and check out the knife. Yeah, uh, so so it's a very, very old knife. Definitely would need to be sharpened, but that is still alive. It's uh, You kind of already have a chef's knife, to be honest, and this is kind of sized for like a bear. It's a knife. There's different kinds of chef knives for chef's knives for different purposes. Does this look like something this I could very get true. some use Just out of? Just in case you need like a two-handed, <laughs> two-handed <laughs> chef knife attack. You could try to use it to like slice your pizzas or something. Yeah. <laughs> Like, in case yeah. I need to... You do what to... about carving a pumpkin? What if I need to fillet an entire fish with one smooth motion? Indeed. That's, it's true. It could come in handy. You can absolutely One solid it. strike. And, uh, Graham, um, yep. as you kind of inspect it, the uh, powders in your hand, they're very, like, pungent. They smell really strongly of spices. Ooh. Okay. It would appear that whoever this chest was from must have been some kind of chef and this was their their spice spice ah uh, so it's probably a recipe book then so but it's yeah i don't care enough to investigate it um do i recognize any of the spices or they just spell smell like spices they're not labeled unfortunately you can tell that they're spices and it's like that thing where like when you taste something and you are familiar with the 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 taste but you can't put your finger on what it is okay what if I can yeah. put my finger on it? I mean, you can try. So I'm going to see if I can identify the spices by smell, and failing that, I'm going to use psychometry. Sure. Uh, one of them seems to be... Actually, roll. <laughs> I feel like you should I roll got... for this. I rolled a one, so that's a pass. Okay. Uh, you got some You got some smoked paprika here. That's definitely, it's definitely smoked papri- paprika. What about the other one? Uh, you, got, you got some nutmeg. Got some nutmeg and some cloves, but yeah, you you did manage to get a few spices out of that, so who knows, maybe they'll come in handy. Can I examine the book without uh, destroying it? Yeah, you can. It's, it's fucked. Like, basically, <laughs> it's just really dark. You can't even make out any of the text on it. When you try to just pull up part of it to see if anything's written on it, it kind of just melts away into nothingness, just crumbles into, like, dust, essentially. It's, I'm going to, it's fucked. <laughs> I'm going to use psychometry on the book crumbles and see if I can get some useful information out of it. Sure. Hey, that is a blackjack. All right. Hell yeah. Uh, Do I get a recipe? Okay. Uh, so you get an old a vision of an old bear with with glasses um, and holding a wooden spoon, looking at this. As steam comes out of a pot, and he, uh, you know, he sighs contently. And the vision that comes to you is spaghetti and meatballs. 
(laughs) (laughs) You get a recipe for spaghetti and meatballs. It's this guy's favorite recipe. So that's the one that came to you. Well, it's because spaghetti and meatballs are awesome. Yeah, but you get the process of like how to make pasta and you get like a... (laughs) A description of how of of the of the tools that you can use to make it, as well as you know, sauce info, how to sauce on fools, and how to make meatballs, even even stuff about breadcrumbs. So yeah, you get you get more cooking stuff. Nice. I need to get an actual recipe fold out and staple it to my sheet. Spaghetti and meatballs. Um, while while they're messing around in that room, Kiard is kind of just like leaning on the door. To the staircase, just kind of like tapping his foot, grumpy about yeah, ready, how he got ready exploded. to go down. Oh yeah, <laughs> this, the mild embarrassment, dude. It's it's comes with being the scout. <laughs> you're you're always ahead. You always find the traps. This doesn't mean that Kiara doesn't have an easily bruised ego. <laughs> yeah, of course. All right. Um, if you guys want to do anything even else? Even if your dad doesn't like you, we do, or at least I do. He admitted it. Hey guys. You ready to go? I think we're good. I've been ready to go for a moment, yes. I hold up a finger and shush them, finish writing down the recipe, and then go. It's like spaghetti and meatballs. Ingredients, spaghetti, meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he shushes, uh, Kiard's going to uh, kind of slip into the, the shadows of the stairs and quietly uh, descend the stairs, checking out what's ahead. How would I describe this? As you guys lo- go down the staircase, uh, it seems to kind of just get colder. Um, and yeah, it, it just, it, there's a weird uneasy feeling that you guys feel as you go through. Uh, at the, at the bottom of the stairs is a door. Well, because I went down first, I'd be the first one to see the door. Of course. It is a door. It's very cold down here. There are a few torches that, that you uh, would have lit along the way down here. And yeah, you're essentially stacked in a line. There's not really any other way you can go down the staircase. Kiard investigates the door. Roll of sense. Ha! Three out of five. Sure. So as you go through and, and start touching the door and fiddling with it, um, it swings open on its own. Uh, what you guys see in this room is a a room that's much larger than the other ones it's kind of dimly lit with this kind of eerie green light what you guys notice immediately in front of you to the left are when you guys look through you notice on the left uh three figures that are completely encased in ice aside at the far side of the room is a kind of just weird looking runic markings that seem to be like burned or charred in the in the stone facing on the far side um roll sense checks yeah that's a nine out of five that's a 12 out of two two out of three uh that's a 10 out of three i think yeah three i've rolled three twos in a row now that is a pass so the those of you that failed all that you can tell aside from that um is there's kind of a a large circle on the on the ground um where there's no like detritus there's no dirt on the ground it just seems like this gigantic clean circle on the ground 
Um, those of you that passed do notice on the far side of the room, floating in the air by the those kind of markings along the wall, is a robed figure. Uh, someone is wearing black robes and floating in the air, seemingly reading these these rune runic Wait, writings. What does this room look like? Like, I mean, what is it made of? Is it is it constructed? Is it made of stone? Is it like, like what's the deal? It's made of stone. It's like a very large round room with high ceilings. There are most of what w- must have been in this room is just completely gone. Like I said, the full center area, it's just as if it just disappeared and there's nothing there, including the dirt. Does uh, this guy that's floating around, does he look friendly or does he look not friendly? Uh, He's wearing dark robes. I, I don't know. It's hard to say. Uh, Mike, roll me a, roll me an int. That's a one out of two. <laughs> Something about this just is tingling in your brain. Do you mean it? Do you mean it's exactly the thing that he saw when other when his friends were gone? It looks a lot like that. Yeah, it's, I don't think I don't think he'd need to like roll an intellect check for that. <laughs> I was mostly just checking to see if you remembered it, but yes, that it it's definitely tingling in your brain. Like, yeah, this is weird. This isn't good. When you guys... I see that you've made it through my traps and killed my bear goils. Greetings. Yeah, of course. Those were some bad traps. I mean, only an idiot would would spring those. Well, I worked with what I had. Anyway, you must not be entirely useless if you've made it down here. Far from it. And who are you? My name is Gardalock. It's a pleasure to meet you all. Pleasure's all yours. Oh, quite. I take it those pesky Adventurers Guild members sent you over to try to find their others, huh? Yeah. I mean, that would certainly be an assumption one could make. What are you, psychic or something? I am looking for Bombly the Mole. Bombly, you say? Well, if he was part of the original Adventurers Guild group that was sent here, he must be gone. When I came down here, I just found these three. And I suspect that my old master took them away, but I'm not sure. Wait, can I can I assume that you did this to these people? Well, I didn't do anything to your friend Bombly, but those three right there, yes, that was all me. That's all I need to know. And his uh, weapon, the uh, blade on the chain, is going to light up with flame. Uh, how far away is this guy from me? Um, he is 60 feet away from you, and in the air. About right. 15 feet above you. So Kiard would run forward till he knows his chain can reach this guy, which is 30 feet, and he's going to strike at him. He just says, I wouldn't do that if I were you, as you run towards him. He's just going to do it. Okay. <laughs> Sit back and enjoy the show. <laughs> so you're rolling an attack roll? No, he, yeah, he's running forward, and he is gonna he's gonna swing okay. to clarify because this didn't really come into play in any of the other battles. It is a ranged weapon. It, yeah, it is a thirty foot long range. Kiard, don't be a dumb wolf. Be a smart owl. This guy has clues to where we need to go. I mean, you guys are saying this as he's charging forward, and <laughs> swinging something at this guy. It's okay. He's already he's already committed to it. And uh, meanwhile, you're saying that he's like, you know, you should listen to your friends. But you won't. Yeah, he's floating in the air and you swing at him. Let me know when you get your roll. That's a 35. Yeah, you you try to swing your 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 weapon at him, and you have what you think is a pretty good swing, I would imagine. But he just kind of, like, sidesteps it and completely avoids 
Eddie damage. Ah, why do you do that? Nice one, Kiard. Do you insist on continuing? Kiard, why why are you attacking this man? This guy killed the people we're here to save. He just admitted that. I didn't kill them yet. He didn't kill Bombly. Wait, is no one is nobody realizes this guy means us harm? Like, come on. What are you guys doing? I don't wish you harm, necessarily, but if you keep swinging at me, I might have to defend myself. <laughs> and I try, that wouldn't work out well for you. He didn't kill Bombley, so I don't care what he did to these other people. Uh, unfortunately, no, I did not. We don't even know who these other people are. Maybe we should look. Do I see Gavin in the ice, Jared? Uh, so when you kind of walk up to it and investigate it, there's the a weird supernaturalness to the ice, and you can't really see through, but it is three of them. It seems like a weird kind of... It's a supernatural ice thing that, that seems very weird to you. Um, after I investigate it, I would kind of like turn back around and, and walk over a little bit closer towards the floating man. Uh, floating man, come come down from there and talk to us. Tell us who, who these people are. Yeah, my name's Gardalock. Uh I am going to cast Siren's Call on him, Jared. Uh, yeah, what does that do? Uh, so I need him to roll a post will. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh, you have to beat a 20. Uh, he does manage to beat your Siren's Call. Um, ah. What what does Siren's Call do specifically? Does he it's just essentially win? I'm trying to charm him, so I'm trying to get him to oh. listen to me. Well, to be fair, he hasn't really been... Aside from saying a few fucked up things, he hasn't really been hostile, openly hostile to you yet. Right, I'm just, I'm trying to, like, lay on the charm with my voice. I, I will, I will let that one slide. Uh, Wolf, please, please, watch where you swing that thing. I'll swing it again if you don't give us answers. Who are you? And were you the one to create this circle? I have told you before, my name is Gardalock, and no, I did not. I would suspect that my old master did, Ixtalaxis. I was actually coming here because I heard that there would be a lot of Adventurers Guild members, but hey, I only found these three. And what do you want from the Adventurers Guild? Not anything specifically. I just absolutely hate the uh, Celestial Protectors of the World and would like to use my own power to create order. I'm from the Order of Eula, and what's your name? I'm Kiard Moonfang, and your master killed my friends. He's not my master anymore, and also I'm not sure that your friends are dead. You see that up there, and he kind of points to the the text that he was reading earlier. I'm not quite sure exactly how this works, but Ixtalaxis was reading... Yes, he was reading uh, about these old magics to try to discover an otherworldly power, but I always thought it was nonsense. I instead wanted to use magic to create our own power and then rule the Nine Realms on our own. Are you followers of the Celestial... Uh, of the Celestial Protectors? So I would urge you to, to dismiss that. Granted, you're not particularly powerful from what I can see. His his eyes... By the way, I should describe what this guy looks like, because I never really did. Uh, so now that he's come towards you and drops to the ground, he is a wolf, uh, and he's wearing these black robes. He's got piercing yellow eyes that almost seem to shimmer at moments. Um, and he's wearing a black cloak with three purple dots in the chest. It's kind of in the shape of a triangle. So yes, what is it, what is it that you would like to know? I wish to know where Bombley is. Judging by this, this circle, I would suspect that he might be somewhere else. Perhaps even another world. I don't know. 
All right, so who are the popsicles then? Oh, well, that would be those three members of the Adventurers Guild that came after him. You see, if you take powerful souls, you can convert them into into crystals, little gems that you can use to channel affinity. And that's what I intend to do with these three. So you are going to kill these guys? No, that's not going to happen. Yeah, all right. I, I, this is all I needed to hear. You see what I'm saying, guys? This, this guy's no good. Cecil, you're, you're on the same page as me here, right? This guy's no good. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely here to find Gavin. It seems like Gavin's in, in the ice over there. I mean, so you're not gonna, you're not gonna join the Order of Eula. Um, excuse me, but could you just fucking not? I'm good. I'm all set with you there. I'll never join an Order of Mages. Not even if I was dead. I'm not I'm not all about what you're trying to sell here, friend. Um, can you please do me a favor and just fuck off? And I'm gonna try and use Siren's Call again to try and convince him to just fuck off. Oh fuck yeah, that's an explosion. I got a thirty on the dice. Yeah, no, so you you've uh he likes you. For sure. Well, you know, uh... <laughs> I kind of like this one. Why Why don't you join me in the Order of Eula? We can become powerful. We can become powerful and take people's souls and use them. I do not want to take anyone's souls. I, I, I think I've made myself pretty clear. I would just like you to leave so we can take our friends home and we can just pretend this never happened. We can, we can just leave it at this. We can just never see each other again. <laughs> How are you going to bring your friends home? How do you plan on doing that? We'll thaw them out. <laughs> You're going to thaw them out? It's a supernatural ice. There's no way you could do that. All right, creep. <laughs> Only I can. Get the hell out of here. Go. Before something bad happens to you. <laughs> Before something bad happens, what are you going to do? Swing at me with your sword? <laughs> no. I, I, would, I think I would not. I go over to the ice and I cast hot hands. Oh, God. Sure. No, I thought you would try this, because it would make sense. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so Why the fuck wouldn't I try this? <laughs> uh, this ice is, like, so fucking cold. It's, it's, it's like this weird combination of darkness infused with ice. And, yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> Your hands are very cold now. <laughs> there it is. Huh. I'm going to smack the ice. You want to smack the ice? Which one? Me, with the hammer. No, no, which ice cream? <laughs> I don't know, I the closest one. The difference. Yeah. Okay. Um, are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, all You're right. going to break him out uh, of there. Hold on. So we're going to do a quick little... <laughs> Fuck, that's not... Okay. All right. So I've determined which person it would be that you're swinging at. I would say that you're rolling your strength against the magic of the spell. Okay. Just straight up roll. Yep, just the just the dice. Twenty-four. Uh he rolled a thirty-one, or the ice rolled a thirty-one. So you smash this fucking thing, and your 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 uh, hammer almost bounces off of it. There, there's no need for that. <laughs> Doing that's gonna end up killing them anyway. Maybe not maybe not do that. Alright, yes, well then you unfreeze them. I'm not going to unfreeze them. Yes, you are. And if you're not going to join the Order of Eula, maybe I'll freeze you. But hey, that would be a waste. It would be a very weak gem. I can already tell. You can't even break that. He's kind of just taunting you guys at this point. 
Okay, well, I'm mad. I'm going to swing at him. I, I, Yeah, Hannibal, you got the right idea. I'm going to swing at him simultaneously with Hannibal, so I would, I would argue this would be a combo. So we are now entering uh, initiative. Can, can I jump in on the combo and just uh, use Explosivo to scream, hey, fuck you? Why not? Absolutely. <laughs> so we'll have to resolve these in order. I believe it would be Devin, Mike, and then Danger. Devin, the number you need to beat is a 34. 41. All right. Uh, so you swing your hammer at him, and you catch him right off uh, the shoulder. And he takes the impact of it, but seems unfazed. You hit him, and you definitely you definitely struck him, but it did not actually damage him. He absorbed the blow. Uh, next up, we got Kiard. Yeah, 36. With magic, sure. with magic involved, too, so it's an additional wound of magic. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, 40. All right, so you swing at him, and you miss, unfortunately. And next up, we got Danger. So he has to roll Style. Okay. And you have to beat a 19. I think, I think that he's got you on this one. Uh, 12, 17 plus 12, um, 29. So he dodged out of yeah, the way. That's of that one. one. He still takes one Sonic wound if he if he okay. passes. Is it physical or is it It's a vitality? physical wound. It's a physical okay. wound we determined last time. So he kind of dodges out of most of it, but it still glances and hits him in the cheek. Um the sound wave hits him in the cheek enough to get him to move his head to the side. And then he kind of just looks back at you and grins with his sharp wolf teeth. Uh, Oh, is it my turn? Uh, And (laughs) you guys are all like kind of close to him at this point, right? I tried to stay a little bit. Yes. Back. Kiart is, Kiart is like at range. I mean, he has a ranged weapon. Essentially he steps back and he shoots out a just moonbeam out of his hand in a 30 foot line towards you guys uh it's five feet wide and 30 feet long so it will hit probably i I don't know exactly how you guys are set up if you're kind of in an order i'm going to parry it and smack it back at him with my hammer. oh god you guys you guys all ran directly at him so i think i unless you intentionally ran to the side i mean if they were talking to him near the ice like we wouldn't be next to each other yeah you're right because you ran at him before it won't hit Kiard. It will, however, hit uh, Fen and shit Hannibal. All right. I think I think he meant Cecil and Hannibal. Well, no, no, sorry, sorry, Cecil. Yeah, I'm trying to parry it. Apologies, Cecil. You're trying to parry it. Okay. Uh, I'm also near the ice, so if it's going to hit Cecil, it probably would hit me. Yeah. Forty six. Yes. So, defying all logic and reason, <laughs> he, shoots oh, out, he shoots out a a lunar just beam of of moonlight, essentially, and you manage to swing your hammer at it. And defying all reason, it ends up turning the opposite direction, directly at Gardalock. It hits Gardalock, and it doesn't seem to affect him at all. It hits him directly, and it has no effect on him. Nice parry. And then Kiard's going to swing at him again. Sure. And I can also riposte him after a successful block. Riposte? Riposte. (laughs) Yes. Can you block something at range and riposte, though? I don't think that's... I'm standing right in front of him. (laughs) Riposte it power. (laughs) Riposte it power? Please, no. (laughs) I'm I'm within hammer distance of him. This guy's in the justice zone. Okay, so that is a 31. 
Uh, he got a 41. All right, so that misses. Yeah, so you swing at him again. Uh, he seems very, very fast. Like, when you try to swing at him, he's always, like, one step ahead of you, seemingly. Um, though he's not, you know, he has been hit. It's just hard. Kiara will just take that momentum and just continue swinging. It'll come back, and then he swings again. That's a 35. Uh, I think you have him on this one. Uh, 20. So you deal one physical and one fire wound, correct? Yeah. Cool. Uh, so you do actually manage to uh, put some damage on this guy. You swing at him. You miss the first couple times, but this time you actually hit him. Uh, and this fire just kind of sizzles. See? He's not invulnerable. Hit him again. After after Kiard kind of swings at him and, and finally hits him, um, I start to sing and I just uh, scream at the top of, uh, at the top of my range, uh, go down. And I cast Explosivo again. It's going to be a 21. And this is against his style. Uh, 23. Ah, so close. He still takes the one, though. All right. You guys are are getting a few physical wounds in here on this guy. Um, At this point, he's just kind of going to fly directly upward. Um, I still have an action. Oh, yeah, sure. You can act if you want. But I'll do a regular attack. 29 33 so you swing you swing at him and you miss um yeah what i don't know what it is this guy's really really fast and as you miss your attack he flies in the air what is it that you guys plan to achieve here there's no way you're ever going to defeat me uh he pulls out a wand and he just points directly at kiard uh do you want to dodge or block i mean what is he what is he attacking me with what you see coming is just a, a darkness from the wand that moves towards you like a kind of shadow ball. I'm going to dodge. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Exactly. <laughs> Battle of the Edgelords. 26. He rolled a 28. Um, that's funny. I almost wanted to say that before. Uh, he hits you with this darkness and it just smashes into your body as you are inflicted with two physical wounds. Keep in mind you have resistance. Alrighty then. Think darkness is your ally. And then as he gets hit and tries to dodge out of the way, he's going to use his last action in the round to swing at him again. Go down, you creepy fucker. <laughs> You'll never get me. 32. 31. You manage to hit him again. And keep in mind that that still has, that still has the, yeah. Uh, yeah, the firebrand ability too. Well, that was a lot of fun. Is it my turn now? Oh, God. Yeah, is anyone else going to do anything? I'm out of actions. I'm out of actions as well. I can't do anything. Do you want me to make a souffle at him? <laughs> Graham still has full actions. Yeah, I was going to do a thing that wasn't combat related that I said a while back. Oh, yeah, yeah, Graham, what did you have? So while they're fighting, I'm going to go back over near the ice. And he talked about how it was magical. Uh, yes. And my knitting needles are written literally as magic knitting needles, and it specifies high piercing damage. <laughs> You're going to try to chip away at the ice? Not necessarily chip, but see if I can start making a dent in it. If I hit it hard enough, I might be able to just crack it open. If it's magic, it might just crumble all at once, kind of like a spark plug into a window, like that kind of thing. Sure. Let's see. Which one? Do you pick one at random? One of the ice things, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I could roll for it even. I don't care. Just any of them. 
Okay, so you pick the one that's closest to you, uh, and you start kind of just using your your uh, needles, which are st- good at piercing, I guess. Uh, you're going to have to roll, though. That's fine. A combat roll, you mean, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Fifty. Uh, that's a 49, then. No, 44. So instead of making you roll for this continually, you are trying to chip away from this ice. Yeah. Uh, and it's you're using sewing needles, which is not really a good ice pick by any means. But you're kind of, after a few kind of smacks, you're starting to chip away pieces of this ice. Um, and because yeah. you're kind of using a fine instrument, you think maybe that you'll be able to do something without killing the thing. Like I mean, a hammer might? I'm not trying to kill them. I don't want. I'm trying to not do that. Oh, of course. I'm just saying that using a fine tool like that, you probably could do that. Manage to yeah. not kill them. I mean, but yeah. Do you want to use all of your actions for that? Yeah, uh, I have three. I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, see. So yeah, three. They're fighting Gardalock, and you're kind of just chipping away at this ice on this person, trying to trying to see if you can if you can. Uh, you can get him out. You managed to take like a a chunk away, but you, you know it's it's this is not that effective. But you think that after a while you might get eh, there. I do keep the ice between me and the fighting, for the record. <laughs> of course, uh, the reluctant heroes. Um, yeah, so you do that, and Gardalock now is up in the air. Well, I guess it's my turn now, huh? You all die. Yeah, hey, Gardalock, you don't have to say, mm, I guess it's my turn now, every time it's your turn. Well, fuck off. I like to come back around. And you know what? For that, take this, you piece of shit. And he swings his wand at you and shoots out another <laughs> one of those shadow balls. Does he say, like, you piece of shit in game, too? Yeah, absolutely well, I does. said it, so yeah. <laughs> I, fuck you guys. If you're not going to join the, my order, then you suck. A mirror shield. Mirror shielding. Fuck you, Gardalock. Sure. So the number that you have to beat is uh, 25. 35. You can stop rolling. 43. No, it matters because you have to roll against mine to not get hit by the reflection. Oh, okay. Uh, Well, I will just tell you, um, you reflect the shadow ball and he does not try to dodge. Uh, The shadow ball goes directly towards him. And it kind of gets absorbed into his body. Does he look better off now? He looks better off, yes. You seem to... He seems to have some kind of weird lunar affinity ability that allows him to absorb lunar energy, essentially. So Is yeah, he within that, that, hammer range? No. Okay. Un- not from where you currently are, if it's like a response ability. God yes. damn it, Hannibal, don't do that again. Oh, you don't like that. I'll do, do what I want. I'm I'm gonna uh flare this guy. Flare him? Okay. You have well, I guess I'd have to tell you what you're rolling. Um just roll as if it is a D rank. That's what I did, because my agility's D rank. Seventeen. Sure. The number you need to beat is twenty seven. So he just kind of shields his eyes as your flare goes off and he is he is unaffected. Have you had enough yet? Well, I suppose I haven't even tried yet. Hmm. Well, should I cut you off right at the beginning, or should I just keep giving you these wounds? Hey, I see you back there. 
and he shoots a moonbeam over at you, Graham. Uh, Fen, I, I see you trying to take away my ice. Those are my, that will be my gem. No. And he shoots a, a moonbeam. You have to uh, <laughs> dodge or whatever. Granted, you have cover. Uh, yeah. 43. Oh, cool. Uh, so I didn't actually think that you would dodge here. Uh, <laughs> you, yeah, you, you managed to dodge out of the way, despite the fact that you're kind of paying attention to this. You totally catch that. <laughs> oh, fuck. You know what I didn't consider, though? This what? is going to affect the person inside of the ice. Okay. And they can't dead. move either. Well, he wouldn't, have, he wouldn't have killed the person inside of the ice, though, because he's trying to use them for a crystal. Yeah, but he already did it. Also, you don't know how it works. Okay, so the thing inside of it <laughs> that you're currently working on is is affected by this. Uh, but you don't know exactly what happens. Okay. But you don't get hit. Fuck yeah, that's more important. Do you want to see something interesting? He kind of just slinks off into a, a shadow and then disappears. Is he still flying? Yeah, he's flying. Okay. He's like up up towards the ceiling and he uh he has disappeared from your sight. Roll a sense. Everybody or that's a big no. Everybody. Oh, that fell off the table. One out of two. That's a pass. Look at that. Oh, you said everybody? Yes. Because he just everybody. disappeared. Three he out of disappeared, five. So you... I have no idea what happened. Sure. So anyone that failed, he has just fucking disappeared. Uh if any of you passed though, which I think you did, Pass. correct? I, I passed, yeah. He seems to be repositioned on the other side of the room. It seems like a very similar effect to what you saw Kiar doing earlier. So I don't have any more actions. I'm out yes. too. Uh, that actually would be the final action of Gardalock as well. So I, if no one else has anything else to do, it's going to be a top of the I would, I would probably, like, if I see Gardalock, I would probably shout to my companions, he went to the other side of the room. Exactly. Like, it, that's how easy it is to just point to the other side. And you yeah. totally do it. He's right over here. And then Kiard's going <laughs> to fucking... I see you, you punk bitch. He's still, he's still up in the air. Do I have to move to hit him? Yeah, you all would have to move. If you failed the sense, do you still see them? Do you still see him when the others point him out? When they point him out, yeah. Exactly. Uh, how far do I have to? I have a 30-foot reach on my weapon. Yeah, you gotta move about 30 feet to get within uh, striking range. Because he's up in the air. He'll run to striking range and then and then throw his flaming uh, blade chain at him. Which is gonna yep. point out exactly where the hell he is. With a shimmering light. Oh Ooh, boy. Baby. I don't think you're gonna get this one. No? Well, you might. You never know. Alright. It's gonna be a 41. Uh, the number you would've had to beat for that one would be a 56. Uh, he had two explosions. Uh, so you swing at him. You are not effective with your attack, but now everyone is looking at him. Oh, Kiard, nice swing there. <laughs> You'll get him next time. Get down here, you little bitch. <laughs> no thanks. Hey, how about one of these? And he shoots another moonbeam at your face. Kiard's going to dodge <laughs> out of the way. All right. I just want him to roll, like, one good moonbeam. <laughs> well, you're probably not going to beat this one then. Uh, this one's okay. Uh, 37. Oh, I got a 25. So when you're hit with this moonbeam in the face, there's like, uh, it passes through your body and seems to siphon some of your, 
some of your will. You take two will wounds. So I just had an idea. Yes. You said that this guy's a wolf, right? That's correct. I'm going to pray to the god of wolves and tell him that one of his children is acting up and wants to overthrow him. Sure. Oh, God. Uh, roll a sense. Uh, prayer is, uh, will, and I just blackjacked that shit. Fuck yeah. So, you've never communed with, uh, wolves before? Or really any of the celestial, the celestial protectors. But you have communed with the sacred tree. You hear a faint howl in the background. Like, in your mind. Like, oh! It almost sounds weak. But there is no, there is no effect. The the wolf god does not come to your aid. Not even with a blackjack? Fuck. Not even with a blackjack, man. So, after getting hit in the face with this dumb beam, Kiart is super pissed off. Even of though he's feeling, he's feeling a little less fervory, as he yeah. typically does. Your will to live is leaving you. He's going to yell over to Hannibal, Hey, I'm going to need your help for this one. Get over here. And then he's going to throw his his weapon. Well, not throw his weapon. He's going to swing his weapon at uh, guard lock again. But this time he's not trying to hurt him. He's trying to grapple him with it. Okay. I run over. Sure. So what he's trying to do is he's trying. He, he moves forward another like 10 feet or so because he's trying to wrap this chain around guard lock. So he can like. Yeah, because he keeps fucking moving him. around. You're trying to get him pinned in one position. Oh, baby. Fuck yeah. Okay. Okay. This might work. It would be cool and unexpected. This might work. Maybe. <laughs> I just had two explosions. Uh, what'd you get? 47 plus 6 is 53. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna hate me, but you know, you did not, you didn't clear him. Even with your epic roll, he also rolled very well. You try to grapple him, missing. He pulls his leg out of the way. Um, is it? It's top of the round, correct? Yeah, you guys are all back. Okay. Um, so I here's my plan, and let me mm-hmm. know if this is too crazy. And uh, uh, I'm gonna run over, and I want to activate water threads to propel me up, and I want to try and like jump off of them. To uh, use Explosivo on top of him to use the sonic wave to kind of push him out of the air towards the ground. Would I sure. be able so to do that? So basically you're trying to use your water threads to make a water trampoline so that you can jump up in the air. Not really a trampoline, kind of like a pillar that sh- like shoots me like into the air. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Tight. You do that. Uh, you use your water threads and use it as a kind of like stepping stool to propel you further into the air. Cool. And then I've rolled the shittiest roll of all time. He rolled, rolled real bad too. You gotta, beat, you gotta beat a 14. No, that I, that's a, that's an 8. Oh, <laughs> I've rolled man. a 1 and a 2 and I have a plus 5, so all that for fucking nothing. You know, you all seem quite promising, but it'll be a while till you're on my level. Uh, he kind of just looks around the room and at you guys, and he flies in the direction of Fen, and once again does another moonbeam. <laughs> so plus five. 28. You need to beat 28. 
Add five to that. Uh, that's a nine. It's not great. Okay. I rolled a <laughs> so, four. Oof. I rolled a two and two ones. Sometimes that's how it, how it be. Uh, you take two will wounds as, as the moonbeam passes through your body and sucks out a bit of your life okay. force. Is he just completely ignoring me? Did you do something? No. <laughs> yeah, you're hiding out and it's done nothing. <laughs> Technically, I didn't do anything either. Well, I guess, yeah. actually, no, no, he said it. Never you're mind. doing something. Yeah, so um, you're slowly chipping away at this thing, and he flies in your direction. Uh, he holds out his hand like as if he's going to punch as dark energy pulsates around it, and he moves in the direction of you, Fen, but he actually ends up punching the uh, the ice. Um, okay. And it explodes, and he disappears. No! What, what the uh, fuck? What that is is an ability called Corpse Teleport. Uh, <laughs> I guess I didn't really need to tell you that. Anyway, parts of, <laughs> well, now parts we know of this that they body... Were dead. Fly. He wasn't actually trying to attack you. He was. Anyway, uh, so here's what I want to do here. There's three people, and I didn't define who they were. Uh, Danger, Mike, and Devin. I want all of you guys to roll a d12 and tell me the result. Okay. Eleven. Six. Eleven. Okay. Uh, Devin and Mike, roll again. Eleven again. One. Okay. Perfect. So, you guys look around the room and kind of just what you see are a splattered corpse. A splattered corpse, and then there's still the two ice bodies. Uh, there's just blood splattered along your, your face, and there's blood all over. Um, and, and he's gone. Wait, get, come out, you bastard. Where are you? And Kiard's going to look for him frantically. Sure. Uh so I won't make you roll for this. I got a you six look, out of five. <laughs> you look everywhere. You look in the shadows. You try to check all around. You even start walking back up the stairs, but there's no sign of him. That fucking bastard. I, uh, Cecil can uh, try to detect magic. Nope. Eight out of two. <laughs> so Cecil has Cecil has an instinct that there is something magic-y happening, but he doesn't understand. There's some bullshit afoot. He doesn't understand. That's for certain. Of course there's some bullshit afoot, Cecil. What What? What do you think that was just... <sighs> Who the fuck was that? I think he said his name was Gargamel or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I know, his, I know his dumb fucking name. Who Who was he? Does anyone know? Uh, clearly we don't. Uh, well, in, if you guys want to... Yeah, I was just going to ask if we did. Have know. I? Have I? Oh, that's a blackjack. Have I ever met this dude? Well, I'm going to ask my rock if he's still here, by the way. Once again, still a blackjack intelligence over uh, here. I also blackjacked, actually. So, first thing, we'll resolve the stone, uh, your rock talk. Yeah. Definitely not. Uh, and <laughs> you guys. Says the rock. <laughs> yeah. You guys roll your intelligence, and you remember vividly that he described himself as Gardalok of the Order of Eula. Um, he, you, this order doesn't. You got who blackjacked? Cecil and Fen, I think. Okay, you both blackjacked. So, um, this is kind of like vague, but I'll say you kind of pieced together this from what he was telling you. He seems to be from some weird order where they take the souls of living beings. Uh, and turn them into 
elemental gems to increase their own power. They seem to have it out against the celestial protectors for some reason. Um, and yeah, he, he seems like a really powerful dickhead of a, of a mage. Oh, weird. Yeah, because in my notes, dude. it's piece of shit and asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. Um, we're surprisingly charismatic though. Just maybe. Hey. Not sure if I pulled that off. <laughs> we'll I see. Tried. Yeah, typical mage. Run away like a coward. Yeah, right? <laughs> Fucking god damn it. I uh, What's up with this with this ice here? I What what do I see in the ice? Uh yeah, so it's kind of hard actually you specifically. Uh you're the only one who can see through it out of the party. Uh and you can see the faces there. Uh you see a wolf and you see a bear. All right, I go over to the wolf and I I grab both sides of the ice with my hands mm-hmm. and then I kind of like channel this innate ability of mine where I can melt ice. Yeah, so you would think that this would work cuz you've done it before, but in this case it does not work and it's kind of troubling. It bothers you. I try harder. This- Okay, so you're, like, sitting there straining. Your affinity is just flowing into your hands as you try to melt this ice and free this wolf. Uh, but for some reason, there's some weird uh, there's some weird aspect of it, and you can't do it. And now that the now that Gardalock is gone, uh, you know, it's, it's what I described before. There's that area in the center where it seems like someone was... Uh, some people were portaled out. There's some kind of like runic markings and a charcoal like thing on the wall. And then there's these two folks encased in ice that you can't do anything about. I'm going to use Conway's trivia to learn a random fact and see if it happens to be one that's useful regarding this ice. <laughs> and yeah, I dude. failed my luck check. So I re- learn a random fact that has nothing to do with the situation we're in. In the Sheffield fields, their houses are painted with vibrant colors. I walk up behind Kiard. I place my hand on his shoulder and say, In the Sheffield fields, they paint their house in vibrant colors. And then walk away. <laughs> Hootsworth is not helping. I, uh, okay, I'm, uh, Kiard's going to try something else. He's going to take his chain and he's going to wrap it around the ice. And then he's going to ignite it in magical fire. Both fire and ice. Yes. Uh, so you're, you're using all of these tools at your, at your disposal to try. And in your mind, it seems like this should work and it should work and it doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, you don't know what it is about this, but for some reason, it's like you can't seem to do it. But Graham, I, a couple sessions ago, um, I, you asked me to remind you that you have a specific item. So I'm going to remind you that you have it. It's a crystal, purple crystal that you have in your bag. Oh, yeah. It was given to you by Queen Gust. Yep. Um, for if you find yourself in a situation where you need help. I will take it out and read the instructions then. Sure. Um, you might want to talk to your party first about what they want to do. But you read the instructions. And as you unfold this paper, there's a, there's a small little painting inside of it uh, of Queen Gust posing in a very sexy sexy pose showing a lot of her queen bust uh your eyes go grow wide as the paper falls out and falls <laughs> on the ground face up you didn't expect it to be there um it was I'll like just a leave it there extra. i'll just leave it on the floor that's fine so 
So that's on the ground. Uh, as you read the instructions, which inform you that um, there is a crystal at the Adventurer's Guild, that's your home teleport, and then you need to set up the other crystal on the ground, draw a circle, and make certain uh, symbols around it. This is kind of powerful and requires a lot of energy, so you can only do it twice per day. Uh, but it, it essentially tells you how to use it, and it says something along the lines of that. And at the very end, it says, also, I hope you like the picture. And then there's a winky face. Yeah. Heart Queen Gust. <laughs> All right, uh, back to the conversation to decide what we're going to do now, then. Now that I know what to do with this, should we need it? Does anyone else have any ideas? We got to get these people out of this ice. I mean, stuff I was doing with the needles was working. Just took a while. Yeah. What do you mean? What What were you doing? Was using the needle on the ice. And it and it worked. I just I just tried two things that should have worked. It it did until he until he started paying more attention to me. It was working pretty well, actually. Well, then, F- Fen, chip chip away. Do do your thing. Do we have that kind of time? What 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 time don't we have? We got to save these people. They're in they're in ice. That's fair. This is literally the goal. I'm just I I'm just thinking in case he comes back. If he comes back, he's fucking done. I somehow doubt that. Uh if he comes back, I have that crystal that they gave us. We can use that and get some help in here. Oh, that's fair. Uh so as you uh start chipping away, it's a very inefficient process. Uh, uh-huh. You're chipping away at, at, at very hard ice with your sewing needles. Are um, they knitting needles or sewing needles? They're knitting needles. Yeah, knitting needles. Sewing needles are very different. Knitting needles are, like, large. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of the same, but bigger. But anyway, you're chipping away <laughs> at it, and it's like, dude, this is, like, seriously inefficient. This is going to take you hours before you can maybe get the head out. You keep working at that for a while uh you chip out about a golf sized uh hole after about 45 minutes the size of a whole golf a whole golf, a golf ball yeah <laughs> whole golf uh and it takes you guys a while after a while of of doing this this uh process it kind of seems fruitless the you remember that uh queen gust and the people back at the adventurers guild have a lot of scholars and mages there that might be able to help you, because this isn't really any of your forte. Maybe we should just ask for help. At the very least, we might be able to find a way to transport these hunks of, hunks of people back to town. I don't... I Do we have any other options here? I mean, it's... The needles were like the last one already. Kiard, we have no options. We could stay here for a week and maybe fully chisel him out, <sighs> but that seems excessive. I I want to kill that motherfucker. I've just been whittling in the corner this whole time. <laughs> You're such an old man. You're just whittling with a tiny knife. This little. <sighs> All right, let's 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 get out of here. I let's go. Well, Fen, uh, time to set it up. Oh, I already started. <laughs> well, Fen, it's time to continue setting it up. <laughs> in the where do you do your circle? I set it up in the circle. Okay, so you set it up in the circle, which currently is just like a big clear empty area. Uh you write out the circle and you do everything that you were told to do in the instructions. Um yeah, you just 
once you guys all go in, you'd say the activation word and return. Yeah, I'm not one for magic. Well, why don't we teleport back and get someone, and then you guys watch the icicles and make sure nothing happens to them? Yeah, that sounds like a plan. I'll stay here. I don't know. We should probably uh, check on our cart full of smoked meats, though. I feel like that's that's more I, important than the ice people. I don't think that's true. Eh, they'll be fine. They're not going to go anywhere. I agree with Hannibal. It did take a lot of work, to be fair, Cecil. Our smoked meat is more important than these people. Um, I I still don't don't think so. Well, you know, first of all. They're not gonna. They're not gonna go anywhere. And also, if we can break them out of the ice, what's gonna happen to them? All right. How about this? I'll go. You guys go back. I'll go get the cart and the dragons because those are there too. And we'll go hang out by the door. And that way, I can watch the cart and make sure no one comes in. Wait. How how much can we teleport with this portal? Does anyone know? I don't. Know. I. I can't say that I do. Uh, does it say in the thing? Yes, it says specifically that you can use it twice per day. No, no, not that part. The, um, no, exactly, like the capacity for it. Oh! Oh, uh, you can teleport whatever you can fit in the circle. How big is though the it, circle? Though, alright, alright, guys, I got an idea. So, we have to make a circle to make this, this portal work, right? Yep. Let's go outside, we'll make the circle around the cart and the dragons, and we'll teleport back with the cart and the dragons. Uh, I passed an intelligence check. Does that sound, does that seem like a good idea? Absolutely. So, Graham, the, the thing that you get from this these instructions is that these crystals are designed to basically make portals between two different areas. So you can move the crystal wherever, and so long as you draw the circle around it, you can use it as okay. as a place to hub. Between but do we know where the other end is? <laughs> it's probably in Queen Gus' bedroom. Yeah, if it's in like if it's in her office, are you just going to teleport in there with like two dragons in a cart? I guess you'll find out when you get there. We are because right. I'm already on the way out to draw the circle. All right, let's okay. go. I mean, I'm still not going in the circle, so it makes even less. Now you're just here without the cart. You're just kind of stuck. Oh, I'm watching the icicles. I guess. Wait, so Hannibal, you're gonna you're gonna stay down here? I'm not going through no god dang magic portal, okay? Uh, Han- it's just magic, Hannibal. Just get over it. it. It's a lot of people use it every day. Not me. Well, that's not a good decision. What do you think the fire that comes out of your nose is? That's magic, you big dum dum. No, it's different. That's affinity. It's it's instinctual. You don't have to learn no spells or nothing. Yeah, it's instinctual magic. No. Yes. Magic is magic, Hannibal. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) It's different. I will say, uh, as you all are members of this world, you kind of know that affinity does feel different than magic to some degree. Like, it's... <laughs> I mean, for all intents and purposes, yeah, they're pretty much the same thing, but they do feel slightly different. So, like, his point is not completely invalid. Kiard pulls Cecil aside, like, out of ears reach from everyone else. Hey, uh, Cecil, 
Yes. I think I have a solution to our problem here. I I noticed earlier you were trying to convince <laughs> that complete douchebag to just fuck off. Is that something you're able to do? I mean, I can, can at least try. Can you can you make people do things against their will? Is what I'm asking. Uh maybe. It's it's not uh, I'm not really forcing them. Sometimes I'm just convincing enough where they like to listen to my bad ideas. So what I'm telling you is maybe you can tell Hannibal to listen to your good ideas of getting in the fucking portal so we can get out of this hellscape. Right, or we could leave Hannibal here with the cart for a while. You ain't using magic on me to get me in no magic portal. How does he- you didn't even make him roll up- I, I specifically pulled him aside. I was saying this shit to him quietly. Elephants have big ears. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare try and cast a spell on me, sonny boy. You know what, Hannibal? You're going in the fucking portal. Go go ahead, Cecil. I am not. Hannibal, it- It would really be easier for everyone involved if you just got in the fucking portal. And with that, I'm going to need you to roll opposed willpower, Devin. Wouldn't be easier for me. The mighty Hannibal's afraid of portals. It's a 16. 12. So you feel charmed. Uh, For some reason, despite you knowing that (laughs) everything that just happened, uh, Cecil, he just seems like a really trustworthy guy. You know what I mean? He sings good songs. He can yell stuff. It's going to be much quicker for us to get everything back to town if we just go into the portal now. I mean, you're coming right back, right? Hopefully. Maybe not, though, Hannibal. What what if we don't? Then I'll walk back home. Are you afraid of portals, Hannibal? You're afraid? Nah, I just don't like magic. We're not leaving the jerky here, so you would have to find more food. Meh. I can forge. Got my hard tack. You know what? If you want to be a, if you want to be stubborn, I could give a shit. Let's head back to town, and let's get on with it. Just leave him here. Couldn't give a shit. Well, am I charmed though, Jared? Oh yeah, you're so charmed. I have to go in it anyways, right? It doesn't force you. It just you have to role play the things that he's telling you as if he's someone that you like and respect the opinion of. Well, I already, well, I already did like him. So yeah, well, of course, I was just saying what happens. You you just like me a bit more than usual. So you guys make it back up to the entrance, um, and Fen starts setting up this this circle around your cart. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, Hannibal, you said you wanted to stay outside, correct? I don't want to go in the magic circle. Hannibal, why don't we just leave you on the cart, you can go to sleep, and then when you wake up, we will all be gone. And you will be here with the cart. Fine, I'll ride in the cart and close my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. So I use my wind affinity ability to whisper in everybody but Hannibal's ears. Okay, once he's in the cart and asleep, let's teleport the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that yeah, that was me agreeing to go in the portal, but I'm gonna be in the in the cart and I'm gonna close hold my eyes closed so I don't have to see it. Yeah, so basically, uh, through through misunderstanding, uh, Hannibal goes in the cart, falls asleep, thinking he's going to be teleported, um, and the rest of you wait till you hear the sounds of his slumber, 
and then when you finally do, Graham says the activation word mm-hmm. uh, as you guys all. Which is? Activation word. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Nope, nope. I got to go right off the cuff here. What do we got? Uh, Sugar town. No more uh, uh, you say marvelous, uh, and and then as you guys all see, uh, just a swirling around you guys as uh, you kind of just blink into uh, portal into the plaza in front of the Adventurers Guild. You see the the familiar sight of Barry Cruz, the muscular gardener with no shirt, who's wearing those slick black dress pants and a utility belt. Upon seeing you as well as the cart, he smiles, and the plant statue that he had turned into a frowny face before, he flicks his fingers and it returns to a smile. He's filled with joy, and you guys finally manage to return to the Adventurer's Guild. And guys, that's the end of the episode here. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for checking it out. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. Find us on uh, Facebook. What else? Face- the no, other we already thing. Said that. I know that. That was why I said it. Find us everywhere on Instagram. Find us there. Buy the game on Drive Through RPG if you want. Whatever. Thanks for tuning in. And guys, check us out next week on Wednesday. Booyah! See you then.